Welcome to Music and Medicine. My name is Jacques Osmo, and music is my life. In this show, we will discuss the newest research on the intersection of music and medicine from scientific, musical, and historical perspectives. And most importantly, I hope that what you hear in this program will help you identify how to use music to make your own life healthier and happier. In today's episode, we will talk about stress and how to use music to combat it. It's been now longer than a year since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, which has had a tremendous effect on our lives. We've been facing challenges on a daily basis, isolation, uncertainty, and danger that are stressful and overwhelming. Over the past year, music's historical role in strengthening our spirit and promoting community cohesion during very difficult times has really been highlighted. Significantly, since the start of the current pandemic, music has really been entering the medical mainstream as a clinical intervention aimed at supporting mental health, among other benefits. Today, we have a great pleasure of having with us down the line from Nijmegen, the Netherlands, Martina de Witte, a researcher and lecturer in music therapy and research methodology at Han University of Applied Sciences in Nijmegen and the University of Amsterdam. Hello, and thank you for being with us today. Hello. The first question is, naturally, how is everything in the Netherlands? I presume you're in Nijmegen at the moment. Yes, uh, I'm in Nijmegen, uh, that's where I live, and uh, yeah, like lots of places uh, all around the world, we are in a lockdown, so uh, yeah, working a lot from home. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that many of our listeners <laughs> can relate, and all of us cannot wait for things to go back to some degree of normalcy. Um, mm -hmm. Can you tell us a bit about Nijmegen? I've read that the city is more than 2,000 years old. Yeah, they, they call it the oldest city of the Netherlands. But Maastricht and other cities don't agree with it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is a really uh, old city. But uh, in the Second World War, they also bombed uh, Nijmegen. So that is visible also in the city center that there are some parts uh, much newer and with newer buildings than other parts. Yeah, and it is, it is a city um, uh, in which uh, lots of art activities are done. Yeah, the Creative Arts Therapy University is, is settled here. So you feel a kind of alternative vibe in the city. Oh, it sounds like an amazing place. Okay, so today we are talking about the use of music in alleviating stress. Stress is a normal reaction to everyday pressures, but can become unhealthy when it upsets our day-to-day -day functioning. And I think it's important to differentiate between stress and anxiety. Anxiety is an emotional response to an individual perception of a stressful experience. Am I correct? Yeah, anxiety is actually more an emotion, so it's an emotional state. So it is not really the same as stress, but uh, it is related to each other. But stress can be both, uh, a, yeah, a positive. Thing as a negative thing, we all need some stress in our in our body to, for example, to to give a presentation or to do some sports, and this related somehow to the physiological arousal. So that is a term that is used for all what is uh, going on in the body when you are activated. 
So physiological responses to stress imply the activation of uh, the HPA axis and the release of adrenaline and noadrenaline increased activity of the sympathetic nervous system resulting in an increased arousal. So that is like heart rate, blood pressure and cardiac output. In a parallel process, this is involving also the emotion-related uh, parts of the brain, like uh, yeah, the limbic system, amygdala, and the reward system. So it is all related to each other. And because of the body signals, the physical arousal, the increases of that, you are also feeling more stress psychologically. It's related to each other. Thank you. 
We've just heard Lodovico Enaudi's Elegy for the Arctic, performed by the composer himself. Okay, so stress physiologically manifests itself through changes in heart rate, blood pressure, stress-related hormones, and psychologically, it may cause state of anxiety, nervousness, restlessness, feelings of worry, and so on. Yeah, yeah. Most most of the uh, when you are stressed and your arousal is going up, most of the times you are a bit sweaty, so you you feel warm and uh, having lots of energy inside of your body. And um, for doing sports, it's okay, but when you cannot regulate this energy and this activation, then it feels like you can explode inside, or you feel you have to go now, or your mind is getting really full of steam. <laughs> that is how we feel um, and you feel your sometimes you feel your heart also in your body so that is a really awful feeling when it happens a lot in the day and after a while uh, because of the cortisol that is released you cannot sleep easily anymore you are always in a sort of alert situation so the stress can be both positive and negative yes yes yeah, okay. that, that's why it is always important to ask people how they feel and how they experience the stress. Because when you are doing sports, the same thing is going on in your body. Mm -hmm. That you feel nice because it is a nice uh, experience. But when you have a fight or you have a lot of work stress or the stress of the COVID situation, the lockdowns, then at some point you cannot regulate and you cannot cope with it anymore. And that is the moment when we speak of negative stress. And then it is also related to the negative emotional states. Okay, so that is the part of stress that is it's psychological stress. So psychological stress is connected to hormones and, yeah. um, and things like that. Yeah, the, uh, those emotional states are like uh, described in literature like subjective worry, uh, state anxiety, so anxiety in the moment, in the present moment, or restlessness or nervousness. That are important terms related to psychological stress experiences. Okay, well, definitely most of us are under a lot of stress in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, yeah. <laughs> How can music interventions lead to stress reduction and increase well-being? Yeah, music interventions, uh, maybe it is first necessary to explain what, what are music interventions, because there are lots of different interventions. Um, but music interventions is a kind of umbrella term for uh, for all therapeutic interventions in which music is the key component in achieving the desired treatment effect, like stress relief or relaxation. Interventions can be regarded as purposeful musical exercises or methods in which music listening, music making or singing is central. And music interventions can be offered by a music therapist in, within the context of music therapy. But music interventions can also be offered by other healthcare professionals or can concern music making or singing outside a therapeutic context. So that is maybe also important to know what it is. Yeah, the music listening interventions used in the medical uh, settings are also uh, known as music medicine. And that means that you are listening to music, mostly soothing music, which is uh, making you more uh, relaxed. And also music you like, so you, you are distracted from the stress or the pain uh, you are experiencing at that moment.
just heard the aria from Jays Bach's Goldberg Variations, performed on the harpsichord by Mahan Esfahani. So what is then the main difference between music interventions administered by a music therapist and those administered by other health professionals, or even administered at home? When we speak about music interventions like music medicine, uh, so that is listening to pre-recorded music, uh, and it's, and it's uh, offered by medical professionals like nurses or doctors or healthcare professionals. Um, and in these uh, music interventions, patients usually select the music they prefer since music uh, disliked by the patients may increase stress levels and that's not what you want. In the research, however, the term self-selected music is also used when the patient brings their own favorite music and when the patient would choose from music from a pre-selected list. So that is mostly offered by an iPod uh, with headphones. Um, it is important to realize that when you, for example, um, are in the hospital for a heart surgery, it's not really useful to use uh, music with a higher tempo. So um, because you don't want to increase the heart rate, of course, in that kind of situation. Okay. So in that case, they mostly uh, let the patients select from a pre-selection. So the, the hospital could only involve music with a lower uh, tempo. Uh, music is a powerful medium. One needs to be careful. Yeah, it's not easy to uh, <laughs> to choose, but uh, they uh, yeah they know that at least the soothing and calming music uh, without lyrics that works the best in this kind of uh, situations. Very good. Well, when it comes to these different elements of music and how they affect us, that can be a good thing to discuss right now. So, what could you tell us about particular effects of? Melody, rhythm, tempo, dynamic, pitch, text versus instrumental, recorded versus live, and so on. Yeah, yeah. maybe I first uh, explain uh, what music therapy is because I forgot. So music therapy, uh, the difference with music interventions like music medicine is that there is an um, educated and qualified music therapist offering the interventions within the therapeutic relationship in which it is important to access a patient's emotions and memories to address social experience or influence behavior. So this is more like a longer therapeutic relationship and not only offering yeah, music in, in the present moment. So that is a big difference. Yeah, the music therapist is also using those specific qualities of music, uh, uh, what you mentioned earlier, like uh, rhythm, melody, dynamics, tempo, and in also improvising with, with clients. So together they make music. Uh, they use improvisation a lot because then you can uh, intervene with, with this uh, musical components. And then the music therapist likes to change the experience. So can you tell us how can different aspects of music affect us? Uh, melody is, is related, uh, uh, strongly related to emotions and what we feel, the awakened memories, but it can also um, be related to a certain state of emotional being because, uh, for example, the minor uh, kind of music is more related to yeah, sadness than the major kind of melody and harmonics. Um, yeah, when it comes to stress uh, reduction, actually, um, the most evidence is, um, is, is related to the tempo, music tempo and the, and the rhythm of the music. Um, and the, that, yeah, the music tempo is important because uh, neuroscientific uh, research, they showed 
that um, when you use a tempo of 60 to 80 beats per minute, then it is related to the mean uh, heart rate of a human being. And at some point, uh, uh, research shows that the, the heart rate of humans are synchronizing with the, yeah, with the beat of the music. So when you listen to a piece of music, your heartbeat gets in, in sync after a while. Yeah, the, yeah. It may be uh, like this, yeah, basically. It is not always like that, of course, and there are lots of other things uh, uh, also important when you mm -hmm. want to reach that. Yeah, it is an important uh, quality of music, and we don't know exactly how it works. It is very difficult to, to research that, but uh, it is something uh, what is important to, uh, to take into account. Very good. So how about dynamics? Yeah, dynamics is something what is important to uh, when you use music for relaxation or for calming down or for stress reduction, it's preferred to not to use music with lots of different dynamics also and dynamics in rhythm, but also in the sound volume. And it is important to stay just in the same level because you can, lots of people think that classical music always works like stress re reducing, but it is not true because there's lots of classical music really really high dynamics and dynamical changes in, in rhythms and, and also the, the volume of the music. So that is not always uh, good to use when you want to relieve stress. And now for a change, this is the kind of music you shouldn't be listening to if you feel stressed out. Beethoven's Symphony Number no. 5 in C minor, first movement, Allegro con Brio, conducted by François Xavier Roth. <laughs>
So, Martina, the piece that we've just heard is, I think, a good illustration of what you were saying. It is very dramatic. It is very engaging. It has a great range of dynamics, rhythms, textures. It is a fantastic piece of music, but it is not likely to make you feel more relaxed, nor was it intended as such. Now, what about the effects of recorded versus live music? Yeah, that is an interesting thing because uh, the big difference in the type of, mu of music intervention is also this because music therapists, they are often uh, working with, with live music experiences and uh, music interventions like music medicine often use pre-regarded music. And what we see, um, for example, in my own studies is also that live music uh, shows uh, higher effects in stress reduction. So when the time comes that we can go to live concerts again, we will all feel so much better. I, I do have 
a question for you relating to these divisions. What music therapy is, what music medicine is, what areas such as medical ethnomusicology is, which is mainly, it's a mainly academic field. How clear are these divisions? Because all of this has to do with the effects and distilling effects that music has on us psychologically and physically, and then using those elements to the best of our abilities. A lot of these labels over the years have been sometimes interchangeable and sometimes a little bit confused. So what do you think about it? Um, I think those divisions uh, are not only related to life of pre-recorded music, but also related on the patient's needs. So, for example, um, I think a patient goes to a music therapist because the stress problems are uh, more of the longer term. And when you use music as medicine, uh, maybe you are in hospital and you are waiting for surgery or you are recovering um, and you get, you they offer it to you, that's a different situation. And when you are home and you feel stressed about work, you can also use music yourself for lowering your stress levels. I think it is also about purposes. So what is the purpose of the music intervention? All right. So I presume it's also what you mean by, by music therapy intervention and what is considered as music therapy intervention is something that is customized to the specific needs of that yes, specific exactly. patient. Um, so can you tell us some ways in which our listeners could use music at home to combat stress? Um, yeah, the first step is, of course, to recognize the stress tension in your body, because um, research says also that it is very difficult for people to do something with, with these signals, because they... They are not always aware of them, or though sometimes they think it is usual or normal to have have this, these feelings, or they're related to things ha yeah, happening in their lives. So they think it's it's okay to to experience it. So it is important to listen to those signals. And I think it would be important to mention that there have been several clinical studies that showed listening to music to be more effective than prescription drugs in reducing anxiety and other negative effects of stress. So that is definitely something that we should keep in mind. And finally, would you be able to recommend any specific pieces of music that you feel particularly strongly about? Um, yes, I. For, for me, I'm using a, a special um, list of Spotify. Um, it's called. Let's see my phone, <laughs> because I tested a lot of lot of lists, and mostly they say it's um, relaxed, but then it is not really. It is called the Deep Focus list of Spotify, and it is, this kind of music is really fitting all those characteristics of, of yeah, music for stress reduction. And I also use a lot of um, the piano music of Einaudi, for example. Yeah, and then the, the music, uh, what is really like minimal music, minimal piano music. It is not intense, but that is, uh, I should avoid that when you want to, <laughs> when you want to feel calm. <laughs> Thank you so very much, Martina. It was such a great pleasure having you with us today. Yeah, thank you. Have a great day. Have a great yeah, day. Yeah, you too. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> and we end our program today with one of our guests' recommendations. Escaping Time by Benjamin Martin from Deep Focus Playlist. 
And so we come to the end of today's program. Today, our guest was down the line from Nijmegen, the Netherlands, Martina de Witte, a researcher and lecturer in music therapy and research methodology at Han University of Applied Sciences in Nijmegen and the University of Amsterdam. Until next time, stay healthy and happy and keep listening.